We're discussing yesterday, the past, I think, two or three days, that he said that there's really two dargas in terms of a person being besimcha, in terms of a person being able to figure out how to be besimcha. The first darga he said is pasha at a base level of happiness, which nobody, no yeh no babulam can ever take away from you, and that's the fact that you're a yid. There's nothing that anybody can ever do, nothing that you can do. It's impossible to ever take away the concept of being a yid. You're a yid, you're always a yid, and that itself is the greatest reason in the world to be happy. It doesn't make a difference how your day's going or not going. You just stop and recognize I am a yid, and that itself is the greatest reason for happiness. That's what he said. That was the first Indian that he said. Especially the happiness over the happiness over the fact that I'm a yid, the happiness over the fact that I have a chilek alikami mal inside of me, and that itself, when a person is really misbeinin, not just okay, shalayisani goy, same way said every day, but to really be misbeinin, and what it means that I have a chilek alikami mal inside of me, I have a piece of infinity, the piece of godliness inside of me, the recognition of what that means, that itself can fill a person with, with unimaginable joy. <coughs> that was the first Indian that he said. Then he spoke about the Indian of Ashreino, that he was able to be in Eretz Yisrael. And he says, he said, there was tremendous, tremendous meniyash, tremendous babulam, like we spoke about yesterday, for him to get to Eretz Yisrael, but Baruch Hashem, he made it. And then he said, he didn't make it. Menachem made it into Eretz Yisrael, and was able to travel, spend some time in Eretz Yisrael. And for that, he was very happy, which we said yesterday, perhaps means the second level of simcha is a simcha over the things that a person's done in the past. Many times people think that if today is not a good day, so that means that I'm not good. That means that things aren't good. For a person to be able to look in the past and to be able to recognize that that which took place in the past, the good deeds that I've done in the past haven't fallen apart. Right? Just because today was a bad day doesn't mean that yesterday's good day is now nullified and is now as bata baraiv. It doesn't work like that in the world of Nitzchias, in the world of Olam Haba, in the world of Ruchnias, it doesn't work like that. If a person has the ability to look back at what they've done, six months ago, 10 years ago, it doesn't make a difference. A person can look back and say, I had a good day, I had a good month, I had good years in yeshiva, even if right now it's not going well, but I know that I, I genuinely had good times when I was in yeshiva, I genuinely had a good chakras last week, I had a good job three weeks ago. But a person's able to really look back in the past and recognize that that which he did still remains, nothing can ever take that away. That's also simcha. So there's a simcha over the fact that I'm a yid, it's the first level of simcha, which nobody could take it away. And then there's the things that I've done. Nothing can take that away from me either. The mailas, the toiv that I've done, is already there. Perhaps that's, our, that's what Rav Nachman means when he says the simcha gedoyla and the fact that he was in Eretz Yisrael. Aside from the obvious simcha that he had over the fact that he was in Eretz Yisrael, he's explaining to us that a person can have simcha over that which took place in the past, which is still there and doesn't get doesn't get wiped out even if a person is not there anymore, even if a person is not holding there anymore. That was the second Indian that he said. The third Indian is also very crucial for us to remember. Is also another way for a person to be besimcha. So I'm besimcha over my mitzias, I'm besimcha over my past, and now I want to also be besimcha over my present. Right? My mitzias is great, my past is great, but now I want to also figure out, okay, that's all yesterday. I'm happy about what happened two weeks ago. How am I happy about what's taking place right now if it's not going well? If it's going well, it's very obvious how I'm happy. I'm happy because I'm being matzliach. How am I happy when things are not, are not being matzliach? So I have the first two eitzes. The third eitzer of Nachman gives is also very crucial for us to remember. But Omar Za'ani Maimon, he says, I believe Right? I believe and I know. Those are two separate things. A person can believe in something but not have yidia. Yidia means that it's das, it's integrated knowledge. It means that it's part of who I am. Adam yada It's real, it's real, it's part of my essence. Reb Nachman says, I know a lot about this. Every little piece of effort that a person puts into Avoida, whether it's physical effort, financial effort, emotional effort, ruchni, spiritual effort, any effort that a person puts into doing something, ain shum tnua. No little movement for ain shum avedes klal, none of that gets lost. So you look at yourself and say, I'm not being matzliach. Did you try to be matzliach? 
Yeah, so if you tried to be matzliach, even if you weren't matzliach, the recognition of the fact that the trying itself is chashev, and the, the, let, no tnuah goes to waste, no machshava no toiva goes to waste, that itself allows me to be happy. I could be happy over the atzlacha that I had in the past, but I could also be happy over the avoider that I'm putting in now, even if I'm not being matzliach, even if it's not getting me to the finish line, the fact that I put the avoider in, the fact that I'm trying, the fact that I'm um, doing what I'm, what I'm capable of doing, even if I'm not being successful, when I recognize the value in trying, even if I'm not successful, that itself makes me happy. And it's one of the, one of the, one of the mindsets that we really have to get rid of, the part, part of the whole mindset of, of the goof, and really much more when you, when you deal with the American mindset is all about success. Like the whole mindset is about how can I be the most successful person possible? Whether it's your business, you wanna make the most amount of money, whether it's in, in your home, everything, trying to, trying to make sure that you're the most successful person. You have the most possessions, you have the most money, you've done the most things, your portfolio is the largest. It's always about acquiring success. If a person comes over to a businessman and says, you know, how are you doing a business? He says, I've, I've been trying very, very hard. For 10 years, I've been trying very hard, I'm putting a lot of avoida, I have a lot of big ideas, I've went to the patent office, you know, 50 times, big inventions, I've, you know, invested and big, you know, new startups, and all of them failed. So you're not a successful businessman. It doesn't really make a difference to me that you tried for 10 years. If you come to, if you come with a resume to, you know, to somebody to try to get a job and say, here's my 15 years of failures that I've had, but I put in a lot of work. I really put in a lot of work. I didn't just, I wasn't some lazy. I put in real work and I tried, I invested, I, I researched, I tried to do whatever I could, but I wasn't much there. Can you give me a job? The guy's going to say, listen, you clearly are not a successful businessman. You're clearly not somebody who's going to have success. You have bad luck and uh, you try to find a job somewhere else. Ruchanis doesn't work that way. If you have a resume that says, I've been trying for 15 years, so the Rabbi Shem says, then you're, you're my guy. You're the person, you're the person that I, that's close to me. You're the person that's making an effort to become close to me. You weren't matzliach, and whose world weren't your matzliach? Only in your own world, only in your own, you, de you defined what success is. Success is getting to a certain place. You didn't get there, and therefore you're a failure. But the Rebbe doesn't define success the same way we do. Rebbe defines success by a person who's an Ayyvid. Are you an Ayyvid Hashem or not an Ayyvid Hashem? Right, the Baltani writes that a person could be learning the whole day and not be an Ayyvid Hashem. The Baltani writes that the, the Gemara, the Gemara, the Gemara differentiates between somebody who's an Ayyvid Hashem and not an Ayyvid Hashem is somebody who learns 100 times to 100, 101. Where it says, writes a person who's naturally easy for him to learn 100 times is not called an Ayyvid Hashem. He's learning, he's, he's, he's loimid, but he's not an oivet Hashem. Oivet Hashem means that you're working. A person who is not capable of learning a hundred times, but is working on learning one time, is a bigger oivet Hashem than the guy who it's naturally easy to learn a hundred times. The Hashem doesn't want you to be successful in your terms. The Hashem wants you to be successful in his terms. In the Rabbanu Hashem's terms, being successful means you are being oivet Hashem. You are working, you're putting in effort, you're trying, you're doing what you're capable of doing to try to be matzlech, and that itself is that slacha. And when you recognize and realize that this is the Rabbanu Shemansim, he wants you to try, he wants you to put in a vayda, he wants you to do what you're capable of doing, that itself, that itself is the greatest Indian of Hatzlacha that you can have in a person's life. Like we said over just, just earlier today, we said over to the Svasemes. Svasemes says that every Yid is an Indian of a Shail. Shail means that you're a borrower. It talks about a parish mishpatim, a person's a shail. Every year, borrows his neshama. We borrow our neshamas, hopefully 120 years. We give it back and we have to be careful with the neshamas. It talks about different things. One of the things that he talks about is that, an, uh, that the Gemara Bav tells us that a shail is potter on mesa machmas malacha, which means that if there was a malacha that was done and in the middle of while the cow is plowing, the cow just plotses and it dies, he's potter. Eyes a shail, he should be chayv, he's chayv an oitzin. Mesa machmas malacha, He's patern. Baal of Ima is patern. And Mesa Machamas Malacha. Zadak the Svasam is what's the oimik of that? The oimik of that is the Svasam says that sometimes a person is doing Malacha. He's trying. He's putting an effort. 
and mesa. It dies. It doesn't mean the person dies, but the malacha that you're trying to put in, it dies. It passes. It doesn't work. You don't get to the finish line. You're halfway through plowing the field, and the animal dies. You're halfway through doing an avoida, and it doesn't, it doesn't work. So you say, okay, I'm done. Right? It didn't work out. It wasn't matzliach, so I'm chayiv. Right? I'm the shayel. I borrowed the neshama. I tried to do an effort. It didn't work out. So what? I should be chayiv. Because sometimes the wants all he wants for you to do is malacha. And if if it dies and it doesn't get to the finish line, if the malacha doesn't get, isn't as successful as you would have liked it to be, also pater. You're totally fine. The Rosh says, I didn't ask anything more than just to do the malacha. It was machmas malacha. She said, it wasn't that you kept the animal, you keep the animal in the barn and the animal dies, you're if you're a shayel. That's your you didn't do anything. But if it's mesem machmas malacha, it's doing an avayda, it's involved in action, and it dies, zak the zak the svasem, zak the Torah. Gemara Mbavmetzi, totally potter. And that's the avayda. Avayda is a person needs to recognize that that's all that Rabbanisham wants, is machmas malacha. They're involved in work. And whatever happens, the, the success in our terms, that's up to the Rabbanisham. Whether we are matzliach and doing what we're capable of doing, that's up to the Rabbanisham. The Iker Zach we have to recognize is a ain't shum tnuah, the ain't shum achshavan aved. It's called nothing gets lost. And when you get to the place where you actually get to the finish line, you get to that which is the hatzlacha in our terms. All the babulim, all the confusion, should I do this or not do this? All the challenges, the maniyas that happened. What happens is, when every tnuah, every little effort that you put in before you got to Atzlacha, all of that comes along, all that's elevated, right? The Svarim HaKadoshim say by, when it comes to, the Zarekha this already says, when it comes to tefillahs, the tefillahs that are not, that, don't, that, are, that are, don't fly all the way up, tefillahs that a person doesn't have with proper kavana, they don't just get lost, they wait there, they wait around, they're floating around, and as soon as a person does a good tefillah, the good feel takes all the tefillahs that were not so, not so great and brings them all up. Why? Because the only way you got to daven a good tefillah was with all the effort that you put in before. Right? You put in effort after effort, day after day after day of not great tefillahs and then eventually you get to the real good tefillah which is able to mela be mamala all the old tefillahs. Right? That's what Svarim say. What's the that when a person does tshuv mehava even as a dainas nasen keschuyes they become mitzvah because the only way you got to the level of tshuva mehava the only way you got to this deep relationship to the Rabbanisham which you got through tshuva was only because you did those averis. So now the averis now get turned from being something which is totally evil into being the reason and the catalyst for you being able to get close to Hashem. So all the tefillahs that you daven without kavana are now the reason why you're able to daven the one tefillah with kavana. So now when you daven one good tefillah, you have one good Shabbos, you have one good chesed, all of that elevates everything else that wasn't matzliach, quote unquote, in our terms, and elevates it all to the, to the proper place. All the tenuis, all the trying, everything you try to do, all gets elevated. Everything gets elevated. All the tenuis, don't just get elevated stam, they become dvarim el yainim l'ma'al v'kadusha. Ba'kol nershim l'ma'al v'l'tayva, everything gets written down, the Rosh writes that every single time that you tried, every effort that you tried, every move that you tried, every machshava that you thought about maybe going to daven, it's also written down. Kol tenuah v'tenuah shi'il l'makaydim, every tenuah that you had. Ashrei, k'shezeich and l'kpoi tzul adalaga kol ha'maniyas. Ashrei, somebody who's zeichah to get over all the maniyas. V'zeich and l'gmar l'asas eza oiv d'tayva. And a person is able to do a, do a proper good avoida, which either means the malacha, the avoida, or even what it means that a person is actually about slich and getting to that place. The Dikazach is recognizing what's at slach in Hashem's eyes and recognizing how to make ourselves specimcha. And that's really the end of, we'll talk about it a little bit more tomorrow, but that's really the end of Sikhir Aleph. Three basic eights to say to be happy. First of all, be happy about the fact that who you are, you're Mitzis, you're a Yid. 
That alone is ready to fill, to fill you with happiness. Second of all, be happy about the atzlachas that you had in the past. Atzlachas in your eyes that you had in the past. All the good days that you had, be happy about those because those are definitely not lost. No matter how many bad days you had after those, those days stay. They're netzach, they're here, they're here for nitzchis. And third of all, even on the days that you're not being matzliach, recognize that that's also you're also being matzliach. As long as it's meisimach, mas malacha, as long as you're trying, as long as the cow's not sitting in the barn, you're already being matzlech. Through the, through the tenua, through the trying, through the avoida, that's already considered atzlacha by Hashem.